Homesteads and Homeschools as part of the Liberty Hippie Podcast Network. If you like what we do, be sure to check out This Week in Liberpods, Peace Freaks, Cannabis Heals Me, and Free Markets Green Earth. We're living proof that libertarian doesn't mean washed up Republican. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Homesteads and Homeschools. This is episode number 72, which means you can find these show notes at homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash 072. I'm your host, the Liberty Hippie, here with you for another another round, another round, always, every every week, every week. How can I let you down? Anyway, uh, let's see, what should we talk about? My guest today. My guest is... Uh, Mr. Steppy, some of you may know him. Uh, anyway, he is, uh, it's his first time gardening. And, uh, we talked a lot about that, about how he kind of got into it. And, uh, it was a good conversation. And if you're kind of on the edge, if it's something you thought about, uh, really ought to, uh, give it a, give it a go all the way through. I promise you, you will enjoy it. And if that isn't you, you should still, you should still listen because you'll enjoy it. Why not? Right? Of course you will. Anyway, guys, let's, uh, Let's go plant those liberty seeds with my guest, Mr. Stebby. My guest today is uh, Mr. Steppy. He's uh, up there. In, uh, I forget where he said, but I, I know somewhere up up in the northern climes, I almost New England. But uh, he'll tell you in a minute here. Um, anyway, yeah, we're gonna talk about his uh, his gardening. He's getting into gardening and, and, and that sort of venture. So, uh, Steppy, thank you for your your time this evening. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, I'm in uh, New Jersey. All right. I thought it was Jersey, but I didn't want to say Jersey and be wrong. And then, you know. So. No, it's it's the Garden State. It, it is. It isn't. And I've heard that uh, parts of Jersey have good, like, farmland, good uh, arable land. I don't know how true that is, but um, that's what I heard. I don't know. Um, every time I, I drove through as a kid, it seemed to be just be like exits, you know. You, you're, you, I, I, you know, browsing the Twitter and I saw some, some pictures of plants and... Uh, Figured I'd, I'd hit you up. Um, so, what do you got growing right now? What are you What are you doing right now? Yeah, well, uh, maybe just a quick backstory on where I'm at as a gardener. Uh, so, this is the first year I've grown anything, uh, and up until uh, recently, this April, I was a city slicker. I'm comfortable divulging the fact that it was Jersey City. <laughs> uh, so, I was just across the water from. New York on the Hudson for, you know, all of this 2020 magic. Uh, and, uh, that was certainly like, I already had one foot out the door on the notion of living in a city and I was starting to like formulate, you know, like, Oh, what's my like five-year plan for a homestead or whatever. And then this all happened. It just lit a fire. So it's like, all right, lease is coming up. Like we're, we're getting out. So, uh, me and my wife, uh, are uh living with her in-laws for now uh out in small town new jersey uh about an hour away from the city 
uh, it's pretty nice out here. And, you know, uh, we've been, you know, uh, doing some gardening, uh, and, you know, contributing to the, the food supply here among other menial tasks in the yard, you know, <laughs> trying not to be a pain. Um, gotta do what works. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's been, it's, you know, been cool, like actually getting into gardening, uh, firsthand and like, uh, sort of seeing what does and doesn't work and really just learning all this for the first time. I've, I, I grew a cactus prior to this. That was, that was it. Did you kill it? Did you kill it? That's the real question. No, the cactus has been alive for a while. Uh, it's pretty easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I killed my mother's jade plant when I was younger because I, I just, I watered it to death and I, I had no idea, you know, and then I, I learned about succulents and cactus like, wow. But, so I knew you moved out of, um, well, I knew you had moved recently and, and there wasn't a whole lot, um, that you had done, but, uh, so did you, did you grow up like in the city then kind of, or near the city? Uh, in the sort of the county surrounding uh okay. adjacent to New York City where all the commuters live so yeah i'm i mean we're hardly in the country now but like you know there's trees all surrounding the house if you know so that's new to me um was there any like gardening that you're you're I mean, as a kid, did you guys have any, any sort of, I don't know, container tomatoes or peppers or something, or, or any sort of like, you know, flowers on the sidewalk or, or anything like that? Or was it all kind of, I mean, so suburban lawn with like, you know, a landscaped, uh, hedge. So no, not really. Like I, I I'm sure I grew a tomato seedling in kindergarten and forgot about it. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. All right. So, um, I guess. So how long have you guys been out of, out of, uh, Jersey city for them? Uh, so it's been, we got out in, in mid April. So. Wow. Been, what, okay. So May, it's like a so, month and a half. Yeah. Real fresh, real fresh. Good deal. I like that. I like that. It's always, I, I lived in Brooklyn for a couple of years and it was fun, but, um, I don't know. It's just, it's a, once you have kids and kind of, it's almost like I aged out, you know, it just, it wasn't for me anymore. I got too old and, uh, I don't know how to get out of there, but so you guys got out. What was, what was some of the, uh, impetus to, to leave? I mentioned like Corona stuff, but was it, was it brewing for a while? Was it like, I, I mean, I, I guess the aging out thing was already happening for me anyway. <laughs> like it, you, like once you're in a place like that for, you know, a few years or whatever, you just kind of realize like, okay, like I'm tired of paying people for pretty good meals. Like, like all the novelties wear off. It, it You just start to feel like you're in some kind of like late stage Roman empire, like decadence, like uh, kind of society. Um, I don't know, maybe that was just me, but it, yeah. So like it was starting to get old coming into 2020 and then like, you know, it just like the, the psychic just energy and you could just like feel like just the fabric of society, the fear, the unease kind of like, like all just starting to rip apart. Like when this stuff all started happening, like the grocery stores were getting like 
uncomfortable massive lines like it, it was just like oh this is like it, this is it like <laughs> yep yeah I, I can imagine I, I can imagine I'm, I'm pretty rural now so it's you know it hasn't really I've not really seen anything other than you know every every place is shut down and I, I can't get my tires changed on a Saturday afternoon but um, other than that you know so you guys I guess you you moved out was when you moved out, were you just kind of looking to get out or were you looking for something else or what, what, where do you guys hope to uh, land? I guess what kind of, well, this is just a, a stepping stone. We, you know, without breaking like, you know, operational security too much, we kind of have like, you know, a one year plan and a five year plan, but like we're, still shopping for our you know forever piece of land uh and so you think you guys kind of want to get get further out like more country or kind of well in the middle or i'm trying to plant the seeds yes (laughs) of sort of like appalachia middle america uh you know like somewhere where you can get you know three four acres and not pay like $20,000 $20,000 a year taxes on it. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, the economic necessities of uh, employment currently uh, mean staying in New Jersey. So uh, our search has kind of been, uh, you know, some of the more rural, distant counties uh, in the state. Yeah. Yeah. I, I hear you. It's, uh, it's tough. You know, you, you moving is a thing, you know, you can get up and you move and you can move, but, uh, it, it can be difficult, you know, and that those finances definitely tie you down. <laughs> a nice job is a thing to have and hold on to, um, for sure. But yeah. And, and then there's, there's like family and connections and like, you, oh, know, know. you, you can't just burn those. I mean, like, are, are you near your family? Like that's huge. Yeah. It, it, that's, um, that's huge. And I think it, it, it depends, I think on, like who you are, um, and and a lot of that relationship that you you know you have with your family. Like I, you know, I grew up in upstate New York. Um, I was really tight with my brother, and they're all still there in, in New York, up up uh, north of Albany area. You know, um, and uh, we lived in Vermont for a few years, and it was just like so expensive to live on like no land to, to just your daily life. And so we ended up coming down to, to Georgia um, and it was a lot cheaper. And it's, it is, that's, that is uh, the biggest, one of the biggest things for me is like being away from family. You know, we have kids, I have, you know, grandkids kind of thing. And like to take kids away from their grandparents is, it's tough, you know, and you don't have the help, the, the extra hand here and there. Um, but we've, we've been able to uh, build, starting to build some relationships with, uh, you know, the neighbors, uh, down the road, it's kind of pretty family oriented in terms of, uh, you know, aunts and uncles living down here. And so we're meeting all them and, and ingraining ourselves into their, their family structure, but it is, that's a, that's a tough one to. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's, it's good that you at least built something like, but it's never quite the same. Uh, like, yeah. Which is like, I, just in the position I'm in, you know, I like, I'm never going to make that decision for my wife. I'm just going to lay out the the mathematics of it on the table and say like, you know, like we'll make this work anywhere. Like, 
you know, but uh, like it, we're playing on hard mode. I just want you to know that. <laughs> I know. And that's, that's really what it kind of boiled down to. Um, you know, I think at the time we were on a fifth of an acre in, in Vermont and our taxes were like over five grand and it was a farmhouse from like the 1850s, you know, so it's, it's old as old. And, and we were looking at land and it was, you know, it didn't matter where you went or how much land you looked at. It was $10,000 an acre for anything, you know, whether it was two acres or 10 acres or 20 acres. Um, you know, it just, it was, it was insane. And we ended up coming down, down here and land's cheaper. It's definitely cheaper. You know, cost of living is cheaper. Um, you lose out on some of those, you know, quote unquote amenities, like your, you know, big fancy libraries and all, all the tax dollars that, uh, you pay into the system, you don't pay in down here. And, and you see some of that, which is kind of refreshing. Um, you know, Oh yeah. Look, I'll take that trade personally. Like uh, New Jersey taxes are just a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can, I can imagine my, uh, my, uh, wife is from Long Island and, uh, uh talking to, to father-in-law has, has been interesting talking about their, their tax bills and all that good stuff. But so you're starting to garden a little bit. You're starting to do some things. Are you are you actually tilling up the dirt? Or are you just kind of going on pots right now, or what do you guys? So the the potted uh, garden or the container garden started. That was like week one, week two. Uh, uh, you know, I'd already like sent ahead a bunch of supplies <laughs> like during the move so like we got here and it's like oh like i got i got the you know apocalyptic seed bank like i'm ready like i bought like you know three seasons worth of seeds online so i'm like i don't know if these are going to be money like <laughs> i don't, I don't right? know where we're going um it, it's one of the it it's bizarre that it happened, but like a lot of like when you looked for seeds later this spring, a lot of the bigger seed companies didn't have seeds. Like they were out of stock, you know, and that's not something that you just like, Hey, call up China and say, Hey, you know, factory, I need 10 more, you know, boxes of seeds. Like you got to grow those things. That takes a season. It it was, it was nuts. And just to think about that, that, you know, so yeah, yeah, you hold yeah. on to them and they, they last, you know, they last as long as you don't put them in your attic, they'll, uh, they should be okay. But yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, I would wager that there was probably a lot of speculators, uh, mm-hmm. you know, buying up cheap seeds and selling them on eBay or whatever, just like the hand sanitizer people. But, uh, who, who's to say that's a pure speculation. A- anyway, I used like a, a small website to get online. That was no trouble. Uh, so yeah, uh, started, uh, germinating, uh, we, you know, went down to the, the dollar, uh, store, got a bunch of cheap pots, um, and, uh, I think, uh, I probably did not like germinate seeds under proper conditions cause it took me like a few weeks to like even get sprouts on uh, the herb seeds I planted, but uh, those eventually came through. So starting, you know, eventually I'm going to have more basil than I know what to do with. Uh, I got uh, chives. um, And in addition to the, the seeds um, we got some, pre-started stuff from the garden center nearby once that was available uh and that 
like just took off. Um, we got broccoli rub, kale, uh, iceberg lettuce. For some reason, we focused like mostly on salad greens. Uh, yeah. I I don't know why. I guess it's a confidence issue. Like I, I like I'm pretty sure I, I can keep kale from dying, and you know it's it's been actually killing. Like I've got kale coming out of my ears. Um, but yeah, so we started all like uh, from seed or in pots and then the stuff that was doing really well, uh, like in the meanwhile, uh, spent a couple of weeks just like hoeing out like a six by six uh, foot garden bed. And it was from a real rocky patch of soil. So it like, you know, it was just like put like an mm-hmm. hour or two into it every day, just like, you know, digging through like rocks and roots, like a few feet deep. So once that was ready, uh, mixed in some soil, uh, and, uh, you know, got that real fluffy and put all the kale and lettuce in there, built a fence around it. And we've, uh, at this point, it's enough salad for a small household. Like, so, you know, that's been killing it. That's awesome. It's, uh, salad greens can be fun, you know, like, cause it, it does. And it seems like that with everything, you know, when you're, you're planting your seeds, um, I don't know how to explain it. Like you have 10 seeds and that doesn't look like too much, but even if you get like, you know, 75% germination out of that, you get, you know, seven plants, you got seven basil plants. Like that's a ton of basil, you know? And sometimes you kind of get ahead of yourself. Like, I know that's, that's the way we've done with a lot of things. Sometimes we're just like, Oh, should have should have not done so much of this, but uh, I, I, how are the, the herbs doing for you? I always have a hard time with herbs. They they just take so long to germinate, and then they take so long to actually start growing to the point where you can put them in the the garden or something. They're always just so yeah. so hard. I, that's that's the funny thing. Like I thought, like oh, herbs. Everyone grows herbs. This is going to be like a layup, slam dunk. Uh, so. It, like these herbs are month and a half old and the, my tallest basil right now is two inches. Just crazy. Like I, it, I'm not going to be having pesto until fall, but then I'm going to have way too much of it. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's how it goes. You know, it's just, it does it. It takes so long, but then once it gets going, it gets going and you're just inundated with the stuff. But, um, did you, uh, so I guess, what are you going to keep in containers then? Do you, are you going to keep some things in containers like your herbs and stuff or? Uh, yeah, I, I think the plan is for the herbs, uh, just to always, you know, have a, a nice windowsill or something for those, you know, and have them on tap, uh, in the event that we end up with like 50 adult basil plants, I guess I'll just be a good neighbor and, and give some away. Cause I don't know what I'm going to do with all that. Yeah. And that's the the great part about it, you know, is like when you start having surplus and, you know, some of these things, you you know, you can some stuff, you dry it, whatever, and process and some things you just end up giving away, you know, and, and, and that's okay. And that's a beautiful thing to be able to like give your neighbor some extra ears of corn or a dozen eggs or some extra basil. Here you go. I was trying to hand out dill earlier this year because we had way too much and nobody wanted any, but you know, like the option to, to help people like that is, um, it's big. I think it's, it's a, it's a rewarding experience for everybody, but yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like, I think especially for 
you know, like this this household is not like we're we're city slickers here by by any real rural standards, right? Like, and so like there was some trepidation at first. It's like, oh, you know, should we really start like eating the kale yet? Is it ready? Is it going to grow back? Like, you know, it, it, it transforms from this like, like sacred mystical thing that you don't know how to interact with. to like, no, that's actually a reliable food source. Like I, 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 I've noticed like my attitude, just like looking at these plants being like, will they work? Will they work to like, Oh yeah. In like three days, we should have a pretty good uh, harvest of broccoli, Rob. Just going to go trim that up for dinner. <laughs> it is. It's, it's a, uh, it, it's an impressive thing. It really is a, just being able to look at it all. And you, you should uh, figure out which e- weeds are, are edible and, and your mind will just explode. <laughs> I, I've been starting to uh, to play at the plant identification game a little bit. Uh, I don't, I mean, of course, uh, we since we're in the Northeast, we have a ton of garlic mustard, which I'm told is is rampant. Uh, it's, a, it's an invasive species. Um, it's it's like, yeah, they'll, they, the DEC and stuff I know in, in New York will just go kind of spray it sometimes with stuff just to get rid of it but if, yeah, if you can find that and that's tasty <laughs> yeah I, I could no joke just like go out the back door of the house and get you 1000 garlic mustards like <laughs> so uh, there, there's also a lot of uh I, I don't know what specific type of like chive or wild onion but there's a lot of that that uh was growing like a few weeks back i, I don't know if it's peaked or all got like lawn mowered but it's the thing about like and that's the beauty of it all is like you that connection right figuring these things out and like just kind of connecting with it all like washing away some of that um i forget what you said earlier but the 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 cloud around you know is this gonna work is this not gonna work can i do this should we do this like how do you do this and just delving into it a little bit just opens such such a vast just expanse of everything i mean just food and and nature and that relationship just booms but do you uh do you guys keep your your herbs and stuff inside are you putting them outside you got uh you in and out during the month of may like we got like a a lot of on again off again like uh, warm weather like it kept kind of flirting with with 32 degrees at night so uh, I was like doing a lot of just you know spending five minutes carrying like every single pot into the garage to be closer to the heat like and then you know every morning at like 7 a.m. just carry every single pot back out yes yeah, sir I, I know that well <laughs> Yeah, it's a, uh, it can be, and it's tricky getting yourself. I think getting a setup, um, the first you know few times and getting it figured out, like that can be the one of, one of the biggest hurdles. You know, is not getting um, distraught that you know my, my tomatoes are leggy because I didn't get enough sun for them or whatever, and figure out you know the mistakes that you've made or, or um, what you should be doing. Did you guys? What did you do to? learn i guess did you do any reading or any anything like that or just kind of 
order some seeds, get some dirt and get it all going. You know, uh, I mostly uh, just read the like the description of each seed on the seed website and decided, okay, that sounds tasty. It says it'll work here. Uh, and you know, YOLO. Um, and then for individual questions, like, uh, you know, just made uh, like a hundred tiny, uh, searches. Like I didn't know any, I didn't know what potting soil was. I knew it was a concept, but I, I like, I, I, so I had to, you know, like do research, like where do I buy potting soil? What kinds of soil can I put in pots? Like why, why can't I put topsoil in a pot? Uh, so, you know, just a lot of little questions like that. Like here's one that came up recently. Uh, can, or what happens when I trim my broccoli raw, but will it grow back? Where do I trim it? Uh, so, you know, like I, I, I don't have anyone to tell me these things, so it's just getting stitched together. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, one of the things with, with gardening, I think is, you know, I, I was, I was able to find like different communities kind of get involved. Um, but like when you get into like plant foraging and, and stuff like that, having, having somebody that, uh, can show you things or explain things to you is a huge, 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 uh, service. It really is just, it's, it's amazing. Um, gardening, I guess it's there, it's there, but you'll, you're figuring it out as you go. I guess. Are you guys hoping to, uh, well, I guess not you, cause you're probably not going to be there, but, uh, your housemates, your in-laws or whatever it may be. Are they, um, are they on board with the garden? If if you leave, do you think they'd keep it going? Oh yeah. I, I think they're, they're into it. Like they, they kept coming up with ideas like, Oh, maybe we could plant this in there. Uh, you know, like you could like, I think the wheels were turning and, and they, you know, they're actually pretty good with, uh, ornamental plants uh, and they've done like a little bit of, you know, just like tomatoes, a few things here and there. So, you know, like they, they're old hands at it. Uh, you know, to a degree. Cool. Yeah. Have you guys looked at any, any perennial type stuff? Uh, rhubarbs, asparagus, fruit trees, stuff like that. I mean, just with the uncertainty of, uh, like, we don't know what our path to a patch of land is. It's hard to get invested in a perennial plant mm-hmm. unless it's like a little basil. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. That's, that was all. And that, I still, I, I, I waffle on that because I never know if I'm going to be moving someplace else you know and, and putting your perennials in is just yeah, do i want to put this do i want to spend 40 dollars on this tree that uh you know <clears throat> i'm gonna move in in two years and never see anything from this um you know it's always always there well i think it's a pretty sick feature on a zillow listing if like at least for me when i'm browsing uh, uh and it says like house has five pear trees like I'm like, all right. <laughs> I I didn't I didn't know that was uh I guess maybe I did. I don't know. I feel like I've seen that in description sometimes. Sadly it's not a search filter, but uh It should be. Should be right. Yeah. Perennial gardens and uh yeah, there's a there's a couple I don't want to say houses around here, because they're not really houses, just kind of old old lots that like have pear trees growing on them and, and man the pear trees they just they drop fruit all the time and nobody does anything and the deer come and eat them and, and 
the kids are always over picking them up, just filling like, you know, 50 pound feed bags with crushed pears because they can't hold the weight of themselves, you know, but. Are they good eating or, or you got to bake with them? Yeah. I mean, I usually end up making, um, like, uh, like pear sauce out of them, kind of like applesauce, just cook them down make like a, a pear butter or a pear sauce or even tried to, I tried to make perry one time and, and that came out poorly. I'm not a very good, uh, I can ferment vegetables and things, but, um, but is that, is that like pear sherry? Yeah. It's like pear cider. Um, I think pears have a, a, different type of sugar i want to say they have sorbitol in them or something um that doesn't ferment so it's it's a little different than cider i think i I don't know exactly but um i've always tried you know try to ferment uh make make apple cider and make wine um i do beer from a kit but that's about it oh man um any any thoughts going forward are you guys as you do how vital is it to you that you, you you be able to keep gardening it's just kind of oh i i mean like i want to be in control of at least a healthy percentage of like you know my family's food supply moving forward like i I don't know if it has to be a hundred percent because i think that's like a very naive amateur goal but like you know 25 percent, let's say like like a a solid chunk of it because like I, I love the quality of what I've been picking. I, it's fun. Uh, and, and like, you know, I'd love to expand out into like getting a chicken coop, like, a, you know, planting a couple of fruit trees, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, I've talked to a few people that, uh, they do, they pull like a hundred percent of their food from, their space. Um, and it just, it, it amazes me. Uh, and maybe and it's cause I have four kids. Um, but I just, I don't know how you would do it. And it's, it's a great supplement. You know, it, it is, it's, uh, it's so nice to have. I don't know why it just feels, feels good to have that, um, have that little bit of knowledge that like, I can do this, you know, we can, we can have this, um, you know, and the summer comes around and you're eating a meal that's straight out of the garden and something you shot over the winter and you're like, all right, it's cool. I can do that. But, uh, uh, I don't know. Any, any, uh, anything else? Any, any final thoughts here before I let you scamper on? Uh, well, I, I would just say, uh, you know, if, if anyone is, is listening from like a city or, you know, not where your five year plan wants you to be like, just buy some seeds and and just plant a few things in pots it's fun and it's good practice like it'll sharpen like your intuition like i i i think it's like i feel like i'm getting better at something i feel you know more at peace like it's it's been great so like you know i, I would say like to to that person like who was me a couple months ago like just take some kind of baby steps it's awesome yeah i mean it, i hate to get all like gaia and, and and weird but there's something about being able to like put your feet in the dirt put your hands in the dirt like dig around in the dirt that just it's it's soothing it's it's peaceful it's calming it's you know and when, I, when i worked in in the city there, there's, I was talking to one girl's mother as a teacher and, uh, 
we're talking about going outside or something. And she's like, I, I don't like to go outside. I prefer like fluorescent light. I don't like the sun. Uh-huh. It was just like mind blowing to me. I was like, <laughs> how do people live like that? But yeah. you know, I don't know. Hey right, man, um, before I let you go, uh, where, where can these fine folks go, go find you? I know you're, you're on Twitter. Is that the only place? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just on Twitter. Uh, yeah. At please. No, P-W-E-A-S-E. Uh, mostly it's just uh, sort of pseudo-libertarian dad jokes. So, yeah, not, not, not all the time. Not all the time. Yeah. And even those, I mean, everybody loves, loves a, a good dad joke. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. So people can go, go check you out there. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I appreciate your, your time. And uh, yeah, thanks for having me. Not a problem, man. guys i hope you enjoyed that you know it's, it's not what i always do right um but i think it's important right um building a homestead isn't something you just wake up one day with uh, 100 acres and 10 cows and five goats and 50 chickens and you know 10 acre garden um it's not something that happens it, it happens slowly and you got to start somewhere and for some of us that's um just getting some stuff in the ground figuring that that system out figuring out those those processes and uh it's it's good to hear uh people getting getting on that so if you like that go follow him on twitter you can follow me on twitter at hs and hs pod go leave a review on itunes click the five stars type in some words if you will uh whatever it is it, it helps it helps even if you're your podcatcher just go go rate it over there maybe why not and uh, let's see, you can go to homesteadsandhomeschools.com slash Amazon, click through, buy some stuff on Amazon that you would buy anyway, and I get a, a small percentage of that. Or you can go over to Patreon, patreon.com slash LibertyHippie, and you can get some some bonus content, uh, some mostly seeds, merchandise there for, for your dollars. And I will uh, be deeply grateful for your support. So do that, please. Anyway, guys... Uh, I hope you all have a wonderful week. I hope you are all getting ready for uh, summer to really kick in. Starting to get warm down here. Starting to get warm everywhere, I believe. So enjoy it. And uh, remember, get out there. Sow those seeds of liberty. We can all reap seeds of freedom together.